Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are covering Return to Oz. <laughs> We're starting our holiday fair. Although <laughs> yes. this is the least holiday movie you could possibly watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would be probably a little more akin to like a Halloween time. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> somewhat of like the a- typical like 80s kids movie that's kind of a little too scary in a way <laughs> yeah i have a lot of thoughts on this movie because but we're, we're, well before i even get it so i just want to say mm-hmm. last christmas we did wizard of oz which was a big influence <gasps> right. on david lynch and while i don't think this was a big influence on david lynch it might have been influenced <laughs> by david lynch in some ways uh, but it um, seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sequel and you know, it's Christmas time, but it's not quite Christmas yet. It's like beginning, mm-hmm. barely Christmas time. So, yeah, we did this movie because we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun one. And, you know, it's like got those like fun elements of like an 80s fantasy movie that I yes. love. And it's got great <laughs> people in it. Yes. And we also, because Piper Laurie passed away <laughs> right. last month, although when this comes out, it will probably have been month and a half or two months at least Mm -hmm. and she's in this movie which i had totally forgot until she did pass away and people were talking about how she was in this movie and i was like wait who is she and then (laughs) i (laughs) realized she was aunt m and anyway i think she was an appropriate aunt m well for this movie because she was kind of she's kind of scary (laughs) she has like i always like a contribute like maybe more of her i would say access to the scary side um because of carrie i always picture her oh, yeah. as carrie's mom <laughs> and how like just she has this way of accessing that side of like a person <laughs> where it's just like overbearing and overwhelming and trying to like take control of you in a way and it's totally totally get it but yeah, yeah. rest in peace because she was amazing Ugh, amazing we should do carrie next halloween because when we were we should i, I realized after we did our halloween discussion that i never mentioned carrie but that was a great i read that book before i watched the movie mm. and it's a really good book and movie and i feel like when i think of that story mm-hmm. i just like remember a specific time when i was like a certain i was pretty young still probably reading that book <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love the movie and me and my friend Christian also uh, we always quote Piper Laurie as the mom when Carrie's like going to prom and she's like they're all gonna laugh at you and she says <laughs> it in like the most like 70s crazy <laughs> like over the top way and we're always doing that because it's so funny that's a great idea I would love yeah. to cover it next year yeah we should have well we'll have to put it on the list because I'll yes. never remember but <laughs> <laughs> me neither <laughs> we will put it on the list uh, I remember when I used to just listen to podcasts and not have my own podcast i would always think (laughs) you really shouldn't say what you're doing next week because you never do it (laughs) and i fall into the same trap all the time (laughs) well now we know it's like we had such grand plans when we were in the podcast mindset and then once reality kind of crept in you're like well (laughs) i can't really do that (laughs) yeah we still have plans to have some guests for our christmas episode yes that's exciting I totally meant to talk to you about that beforehand, but I'll do it afterwards. It <laughs> <laughs> works for me. But, you know, there's always a possibility that it might not happen just because... Holidays. It's the holidays, and it's just a difficult time to get stuff done. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we haven't actually <laughs> recorded an episode in a while because I've been on vacation. Yeah. You're banking. <laughs> yes, Maya got away on a much-deserved vacation to the North east which i'm so jealous of i know i've never been to new england before but it was very beautiful we were there just a little too late to really appreciate the leaves although i heard Mm. that it wasn't really a great leaf season this year anyway Uh, but um you know there's a certain charm to everything being brown (laughs) oh 100 percent. i mean i'm like famously winter is kind of my favorite season of the year um because Mm. i do love the cold (laughs) and my birthday is in the winter Uh, (laughs) and christmas is in the winter but i also just love the like i don't know just something about the trees being empty and like if especially if it's in a snowy area it's just 
Ah, so beautiful. Yeah, I didn't see any snow, unfortunately, but... Uh, not this time. It was nice to actually be able to wear some winter clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not not in Florida. It's uh, <laughs> It's been getting like chilly-ish sometimes where you can be like, I can wear a jacket, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, it's not cold, but... It's raining all day, so I can wear long <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you find these justifications to pull I out. I need a hoodie to protect fall my or winter. Head. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, let's get into it. What do you yeah. remember your first impression of? When did you remember first watching it? <laughs> so the first time I ever watched this was with you a couple years ago. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> this happens a lot where we will watch movies with Maya. And <laughs> for me, it'll be my first time seeing them because I just was not very like, it was very into like specific movies when I was a child. And a lot of them were cartoon based. So, uh huh. but like, I'll watch these movies at your house and then you and Josh like won't remember watching them. <laughs> it's very <laughs> funny to me. Cause I'll be like, can we watch this there? And nope. <laughs> I don't remember. I, we rarely, I feel like we were so rarely watch movies when That's we're true. hanging out that I just, it must've been a while ago, like at my old house. Yeah. Yeah. It was years ago, but um, that was my first time watching it and I really enjoyed it. I mean, I love Feruza Bulk, especially like the craft uh-huh. and a lot of, her kind of major stuff I really liked. So I was, it was always fun to see child actors that, you know, <laughs> from not being a children. Right. So, but I had a great time with it. I, I loved the kind of creepy element of it. And this kind of like weird, like post-apocalyptic Oz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was just really cool. And I loved the newer characters that we got. Um, those were really cool. Uh-huh. And yes, yeah. yeah, it was nice to see Piper Laurie as Aunt Em, <laughs> and you know, it's almost like a sequel, but like almost like a parallel universe sequel. So I thought that I, I just really liked it, and so I will say though, to put some credit towards the you not remembering us watching it together, I was like, I know I remember watching this movie, but I don't remember anything about it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember watching some parts, and I was like, I don't remember the scene, but I know I saw it. <laughs> I always well you know I have that same problem of being like do I remember watching it just now or do I remember (laughs) 10 years ago (laughs) but I always yeah this was a fun one also to rewatch it's kind of like a good uh it doesn't ever get like repetitive or like boring to watch it again I think it's a good like a good, almost like labyrinth-esque kind of movie where you're like, I can always just kind of throw it on and watch it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say this is probably the first time I've ever watched it and actually fully paid attention to the entire thing. <laughs> 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 because I definitely watched it a lot as a child. I was mm-hmm. remembering having like flashes of remembering watching the whole mm-hmm. first part in the... um asylum or whatever the hell it was yeah. and being like this is terrifying like thinking yeah. that before i even knew what like electroshock therapy was being like this <laughs> yeah. is so scary i remember her in the river and like mm-hmm. the whole opening part is so scary but then so i have a lot of nostalgic memories of it and i mm-hmm. it's so like atmospheric and it's definitely got like the hints and quality that all of the things of my youth had yes because of all the puppetry and stuff i think Brian yeah Henson even yeah was one it. of the puppeteers mm-hmm. he was which was so fun <laughs> yeah but watching it again this time i was like oh my god this movie is so scary and dark and (laughs) nothing happy happens at all in it until like (laughs) no never (laughs) yeah it's well it's like very much like goonies-esque where like it has like almost like an adventure quality but set in like a very dark atmosphere but the lighting (laughs) of it is also very dark in a way that i kind Uh of enjoy but yeah there are like scary creatures and (laughs) I don't know, just like the momni, mombi, mombi, uh-huh. you know, being able to like take off her head and switch it with another person's head. It's mm-hmm. like, that is so crazy. 
I feel like yeah. I would have been terrified. <laughs> yeah, it was extremely memorable. Like the yes. Wheelers and Mombi and oh, well, yeah. maybe not the Gnome King as much, but this time watching it, I was like, this is so it's kind of Christmassy in a way because it reminds <laughs> yes. me of the claymation Christmas specials and like oh, the weird sure. creepiness. I rem I and this is also part of the notes like trivia part, but like the claymation reminded me a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I guess I was just thinking of like uh like those Rudolph movies and stuff yes. for some reason. Uh, <laughs> the classics. There's a name for them and I never remember what it is. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Just like there's I feel like that is definitely missing from a lot of stuff this day these days. I feel like we get some of it in like some of the Star Wars things, but I, I like yeah. I want more like more I don't Muppets know like in the realm. <laughs> yes well definitely more muppets in the world we can always use more <laughs> but like more puppets more puppetry more like physical sort of prop stuff i really kind of miss that and i feel like it just ages much better than cgi i know judging by like the stuff that we've covered for this podcast that's not that's just like my own personal nostalgic childhood movies or whatever mm -hmm. everything has puppets <laughs> like mm -hmm. and yet you never see anything that's Henson nowadays, you know? No. Yeah, I don't know. But. I don't know why that is because I just, <laughs> I don't know. I love the Muppets and, I mean, Sesame Street, all that good stuff that is just so much fun and it just feels so much more real as a kid. Yeah. I did want to say, because you were saying it's kind of like a weird sequel, but it's also very much like, have you ever read the, the Wizard of Oz books? I haven't, but I think my mom read some of them. Yeah, so well, I know about them. -ish. I think my grandmother <laughs> had, my grandparents had them, the books. Mm -hmm. And we definitely, I definitely remember reading them. And they are very much on the darker side. Yeah, um, well, that's what I get. They're not like dark, dark, but they're maybe more. I feel adult like the original theme. Wizard of Oz was very like polished up, <laughs> even yeah. though it is kind of scary in its own right. But yeah, yeah, it that's definitely what I gathered. Had, I feel like it was more like it was a sequel to Wizard of Oz, but if we actually watched the book version of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it definitely, I think that's kind of what I gathered uh, looking at different notes and stuff is that this is probably a little bit more closure to the books than the actual original like Wizard of Oz movie was. Uh-huh. When And that's what I kind of gathered, especially like when you think about the, like what Wicked is based off, like those books and everything, like it... Definitely, I could totally see, like, it's got this, like, darker fairy tale, almost like Grimm's Brothers kind of uh -huh. feel to it, like the originals. Yeah. It has that kind of vibe to it. But I feel like it's those type of stories that, like, even if you kind of, like, you know, make them look really pretty and stuff like that, like the movie, like, it's still kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the movie parts. is kind of scary, and I don't remember exactly what the books were, but mm. I feel like the movie is somewhat close to the books mm -hmm. the only difference i can really remember from the original was Javaz in the original book was that after the poppies make them sleep in the mm -hmm. books ants carry them out <laughs> of the poppies <laughs> oh and i think one other difference was that like the ruby slippers were made for the movie because they were like it's technicolor we have to in the ah. book i think it was silver shoes Oh, okay. That makes sense. But, you know. Uh, <laughs> I really liked the ruby slippers, how mm -hmm. they made their reappearance. <laughs> <laughs> that part made me laugh, and I'll, I'll uh, kind of, what is the word? Uh, kind of um, explain why. Because just a, he flourished his little leg out. I know. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Tucks him back behind his rock skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love this movie so much. It's so much fun. <laughs> I will say, though, there was something about it this time that I was like, I don't know. Have you ever seen Pan's Labyrinth? Oh, gosh. I've seen parts of it. But not when all that movie came out, I was really excited to watch it. It looked like a cool, scary fantasy movie. Mm -hmm. But... It ended up being, to me, it felt more like, oh, this is just a movie about torture with like <laughs> maybe a couple of fantasy elements in it. And I uh -huh. feel like this kind of reminds me of Pan's Labyrinth in a certain way because I was like, or at least this viewing of it 
reminds me of my mm-hmm. viewing of Pan's Labyrinth because I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this fun, nostalgic, spooky movie from when I was a kid. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, God, this is terrible. Was nothing good. Is I mean, not like terrible, terrible. There's no like, like trial. It was just so dark and like you know, nobody laughed in this movie and mm-hmm. there was no like a moment of like, oh, we're hopping down the the road together to have yeah. fun. <laughs> There's like no joy. It's just a series of crises. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, that could totally be attributed to like, you know, male directors and, you know, having like a female <laughs> heroine as the main character, but being like, but they can't have any joy. They're not allowed to. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, well, let's get into it because uh, we're gonna run out of time to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. All right. So, for notes, it came out June 21st, 1985, and it was directed by Walter Murch, and the screenplay was also written by Walter Murch and Gil Dennis, and it's obviously based off the novels by L. Frank Baum, Mm -hmm. who wrote all the Wizard of Oz stuff. All right, and then for our cast, we have uh, Feruza Balk as Dorothy. Nicole Williamson as Dr. Wardley slash the Gnome King. Jean Marsh as Nurse Wilson slash Mombi. Piper Laurie as Aunt M. Jean Marsh is like such a quintessential, like she's always such a great villain. (laughs) She's just so good. Matt Clark as Uncle Henry. Michael Sundin as TikTok. And I think Tim Rose did the voice of TikTok. Oh, no, wait, Sean Barrett did. So I think Tim Rose and Michael Sundin were part of, like, the movement of TikTok. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> the star of the movie, Mac Wilson as Belina, and Denise <laughs> Breyer did her voice. I had to look it up because I was like, there was something about her voice that I was like, who's doing? But then I was like, I don't recognize her, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I love her. And then as the voice of Jack Pumpkinhead, it's Brian Henson, like you said. Oh, I thought he was the puppeteer. No, the puppeteer was uh, Stuart Harvey Wilson. Ah. Who, you know, he's worked on a lot of good movies. That's kind of like our main, main cast that we spend the most of time with. Yeah. It's not a huge cast. No. Um, And then some trivia. Oh, so to get the Ruby Slippers in this movie, Disney basically had to pay royalties to MGM, who still owned Wizard of Oz rights. Uh. (laughs) But like I said, like Ruby Slippers were not in the original novels. They were actually silver shoes, but they sort of made these Ruby Slippers because it was going to be in Technicolor. It was going to be a big deal. Uh-huh. They had to use right. so much color. It goes well with the Emerald theme, though, because like oh, yeah. the Emerald City, and then especially in this movie where it's like it, you're actually talking about real emeralds. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I never even thought about the fact that maybe it was built with jewels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was the color of the city. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then, like, also in, like, some of the books, when they meet the Gnome King, he has a magical belt with properties that are similar to, like, the silver shoes. Ah. And in the early draft of the script for this movie, they were going to have it be, like, a ruby belt, Ah. like, made from the shoes. But they were just like, ugh, just use the slippers. Simplify it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then this was kind of cool. Michael Sundin, who was a gymnast, was kind of, like, the main movement for tiktok and he would have to stand upside down with his legs bent and backwards inside tiktok's body to move the legs which feels like much harder than it needs to be (laughs) (laughs) so he was walking on his hands i guess so to make it like waddle back and forth really easily i I did think the waddle was like probably difficult to achieve or maybe easy because you got a giant right body in there but yeah it seemed like whoa that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's not that many shots of him just walking, you know, from yeah. far away, though. Yeah, just a lot of spinning, which is <laughs> super effective move. <laughs> One man army. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or not a man. He's not a person. <laughs> yeah. They were like, he is not alive. He's Do proud not- of the fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, to go back to our Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton has acknowledged that Jack Pumpkinhead was an inspiration for Jack Skellington. Ah, for Nightmare that makes Before sense Christmas. because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it came out eight years after this movie. <laughs> oh, the, the director, Walter Murch, is like apparently, this is the only film he's ever directed, but he's like, was like really like great friends with like Steven Spielberg, uh, George Lucas, and someone right. else. Yeah. And there was like a lot of drama about like Disney not liking the pacing he was doing with filming. So they fired him. And basically he like told them, like all his friends, and they all called Disney were like, you have to get him back. <laughs> they didn't like the pacing of his, what he was filming or what he, the movie. Uh, what he like how he was filming. He was it. just like it, filming it too slow or something. Yeah, there was a lot of budget stuff about this movie that they were like, "It's going over budget," and blah blah gotcha. blah, gotcha. which is like, okay. Weird. I think it looks great. I mean, yeah. I wish there was like an HD release great. of it. You know, like all brightened like up a, a little bit, four <laughs> K remaster. <laughs> yeah, not that it looks bad, but it just seems so dark that I was like, and I maybe it's yeah. supposed to, but I was just like, just brighten it up a little bit. <laughs> yes i agree let's see there's a lot of like fun scenes that seemed like they were cut (laughs) so i would love to see like a deleted scene there's a lot of like there was a couple scenes i think with dorothy and auntie m in the beginning like more like bonding scenes which i think would have been nice nice, considering she seems very i mean auntie m does not come across that great considering all she does is secretly (laughs) take her to a place to get electroshock therapy right (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's because she can't sleep and she's not even being loud or crying or anything she's just like laying quietly in her bed (laughs) right she is she's just trying to be a little girl (laughs) <laughs> she looks so little i'm like how did dorothy de-age so much between the first movie and the second right that's why i was like <laughs> it seems like an alternate parallel universe kind of yep. thing <laughs> <laughs> um and then the last thing oh no there's i'll do two more things when it was released there were only two members from the original cast of wizard of oz still alive and that was uh ray bolger who played hunk slash scarecrow and pat walsh who played the lead flying monkey and Margaret Hamilton had died, I think, like, a month before it came out, which is so crazy. I wonder if they tried to get any of them in the movie at all. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know they were very, I think they were, like, very old. So maybe I'm sure if it came out today, they would have really tried to, but I feel like that time, they might not have cared. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I always think about, like, the new Mary Poppins, how they had Dick Van Dyke in there. I was like, they're willing to put anyone in these movies. Yeah, yeah. And then for the Gnome King, Christopher Lloyd and Kim Curry were also considered. And for Princess Mombi, Louise Fletcher, Terry Garr, and Mary Steenburgen were considered. Mm. And for the voice of Belina, they also considered Don Knotts. (laughs) Which is so interesting. When I was looking at the cast list, I saw Belina and I saw a man's name first. I was like, there's no way that's a man. (laughs) Right. And then there was one more about, like, who else was trying to come out for the role of Dorothy. I'm sure every young up-and-coming actress was trying to come out for Dorothy. Oh, yeah. Well, the actress who played Ozma, who was Emma Ridley, auditioned for Dorothy. And so did Drew Barrymore, Alanis Morissette, uh, <laughs> Tony Angisondi, and Elizabeth Berkley, and Juliette Lewis. Oh, wow. I was I like, if they were all as young as Farusa Bog. Or maybe she just looks really young and she just wasn't that young, but she was adorable. <laughs> she was. And she was so good. Like, she was just very cute, very, like, sweet. And, like, you could, like, feel the adventure in her. Yeah. Well, should we go ahead and get into it? Because mm-hmm. it kind of ties into my first thought. When we first meet her, I was like, she kind of sounds like Judy Garland. In like, a way, I don't think yeah. she maintains it throughout the whole thing. But when we first meet her, I was like, mm-hmm. she has that like, what do you call it? Continental or... Oh, mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic kind of. <laughs> yes. She sounds like that at first a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was like purposeful because they were like, this is like the kansas like the only thing that's really going to be the same between the two movies so let's connect them in some way yeah yeah but yeah and then cute toto toto's still cute (sighs) i know but not in this movie that much 
I wish that Toto followed them. <laughs> and I know. Up. I was like, can't Toto and Belina? But at least we got Belina. <laughs> yes. The, the true queen of Oz, in my opinion. Maybe they were like, we'd have to let Toto talk this time. And uh, then it would be no. too weird. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need like that. <sighs> okay. Well, we start off. I think it's. I didn't write down specifically everything that happens, but I mm-hmm. think it starts off with Dorothy in bed and mm-hmm. Piper Laurie as Aunt M coming in and being like, it's one o'clock. Why aren't you asleep? I mean, not mean. She wasn't mean, but I was just, she's like, just like, what is going on? How do you even know she's <laughs> asleep? But she's just right. laying there in the bed well, quietly. And also, like, if we're going to, you know, treat the movie as canonically sort of part of her disappearance the first time to Oz, like she just survived a massive tornado and disappeared for, <laughs> you know, a while. Yeah. <laughs> so she's clearly going to be a little different. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, you guys haven't even finished building your house that got destroyed. <laughs> right. The last tornado. <laughs> so I think it's a little bit traumatizing for her to live there. <laughs> well, they obviously don't know anything about psychology at the no. time. <laughs> Because, I mean, it almost seems like at first, like, Uncle Henry is the one who wants to send her because he's the one who goes and picks up the article about, mm-hmm. like, the amazing electroshock therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of get a little bit of an explanation the next morning as Dorothy is out looking for Belina's lost egg <laughs> because Aunt Em is like, the reason... I'm so upset that you're not sleeping through the night is because you're just not productive enough in the mornings. (laughs) I was like, what else is she supposed to do? She's a kid. (laughs) Like, she's not going to be building the house. (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely also getting Anne of Green Gables vibes a lot while watching Uh, this. I could see that. I think just because, like, she's a little girl on a farm trying to help out (laughs) yeah and there's a couple things later but um anyway she finds this key Mm -hmm. that oz sent to her (laughs) (laughs) and i was like it's questionable that that is a z but i will take your word for it (laughs) (laughs) she's been there she would know (laughs) and then it's kind of almost seems like Aunt M doesn't even tell Uncle Henry. She just is like, we're going to town. And she drives to yeah. three towns over where the doctor, quote unquote, is mm. <laughs> set up with his electric machine. Toto tries to follow them because he's a good dog. <laughs> yes. But she tells him to go home, which I'm like, didn't he go with you the first time? He should go back. I know. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good that they're not doing lobotomies, which <laughs> feels like what not they yet. would be doing. <laughs> oh, poor girl. And we get to the scariest, honest part, honestly, the scariest part of a very scary movie, which is the hospital. Mm-hmm. And we kind of set up everything that's about to come because we get the... The gurneys are have the squeaky wheels, which mm-hmm. are the sound of the wheelers. We have the electrocu- electrocution machine, which is like TikTok. Mm-hmm. And obviously the head nurse is Mombi. And there's like the um, Ozma, the little Ozma girl, brings mm-hmm. her a little jack-o'-lantern for Jack. She has her lunch pail thinking. with her, which is like the lunch uh, pail tree. So, I don't know if there's I a moose it. on the wall. I didn't notice that, but <laughs> I wouldn't I be surprised. Either, but yeah, um, I we'll, we'll we'll get to the lunch pail tree. But um, yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> yeah <laughs> this the ho- asylum is like they were like let's um let's not make it for kids. Let's make this like a documentary. From the late 1800s. (laughs) It's so scary. It it always felt like I have to hide in a fort to watch this movie. This is one of the movies that I would set a fort up on the couch around me to watch. (laughs) Yes, I must be protected. The nurse has the pointiest, biggest shoulders (laughs) that ever were on a shirt. (laughs) And like, oh, well, the whole idea of electroshock, this movie just scared me so bad about the idea of it like i didn't even know what it was they never Mm -hmm. actually even shock anybody with it that we see but i was just like this is terrible don't do it (laughs) yeah well it's also like kind of 
crazy to think about like how they would just drop their kids off like it was not like <laughs> auntie m was staying there with her like she was just like you stay here with these strangers uh yeah. <laughs> in this creepy hospital <laughs> i gotta get back home <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, scary yeah so this little ozma girl comes in and i don't know it all really feels like this is actually mombi and ozma and she's taken her mm. here to hide her although i know that she's probably not mombi but there's just certain like i feel like it's actually ozma though uh, yeah i feel like, like it is she's not too. just a parallel person <laughs> yeah yeah no especially because like we kind of like the key that was sent to her i feel like there are these you know people in oz that are like we're trying to get Dorothy because she can save us and we've got to do everything we can. And I could totally <laughs> see it being Ozma being like, I'm going to use my powers, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. So basically they take her, they strap her to this gurney, take Ugh, her down, so put the things on her head and the electrocution is seconds away from happening when lightning strikes and the power goes out. Yes. And then she, her Ozma saves her they run to the river and the nurse is following them. They jump into this raging river and <laughs> float away. Ozma disappears, never to be seen again in this world. <laughs> and it's kind of, I mean, it's crazy. You know how like in the original movie, they kind mm-hmm. of blame all of Oz stuff on her getting a concussion during the mm-hmm. tornado and it was this all her one imagination. <laughs> i suppose it's that she drowned <laughs> or whatever <laughs> but it kind of feels like she could have gotten electrocuted and <laughs> like and this was all <laughs> yeah. part of that <laughs> which is way darker and thank goodness we did set up the whole escape because otherwise yes. i would have been like this movie is too dark to yes exist. <laughs> <laughs> i read somewhere that they were like you know this movie maybe rather than how like wizard of oz is like on her head this one kind of posits that it's an actual real place that she gets mm. to because she floats down the river oh yeah and in the and books magic. it definitely is a real place yeah so i think for the kids sake we'll say it's a real place and she floats yes, down the river definitely a real place <laughs> <Yeah>. no electroshock <laughs> was administered. no drowning <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that so she's in this raging river and she climbs into some sort of weird crib like thing mm-hmm. very industrious for a tiny child yes the river turns into a sea and the sea disappears <laughs> into a desert and we find out something we never knew from the original, but <laughs> apparently Dorothy knew that this is the deadly desert. Yes. Anything that touches the sand turns to sand. Ooh. So <laughs> and scary. it surrounds Oz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love, uh, this is kind of where Belina's like little quips start coming oh, in. Oh yeah, Belina shows up. <laughs> yes. And she is a talking chicken and she's the best character. Uh, but she has all these little quips about like, every comment that Dorothy makes like, Oh God, like, ah, and she's like, balking <laughs> all over the place, you know, <laughs> yeah. She's the best. <laughs> yeah. I was, okay. I was wondering if she would be Piper Laurie, like if Aunt mm. M would have a parallel in Oz somewhere, but <laughs> she, she doesn't, that. She I love doesn't that, seem actually. to. <laughs> yeah. This is also the first time we see that all the rocks have weird eyeballs <laughs> that uh, show up and are yes. watching Dorothy. So scary. We later find out that they're all spies. For the Gnome King. <laughs> now, actually, the lunch pail tree is the first not scary part and it was like one of my favorite parts as a child it's so funny the idea of it is so cool (laughs) like it's one of those things where it's like so simple but so also like kind of intricate at the same time where it's like oh lunch pill treat oh you gotta pick a red one that's when they're ripe and it's just like a packaged ham sandwich and (laughs) it's so cute i love it and belina says I'm glad it's not fried chicken, (laughs) which is adding a little darkness to the scene. I'm glad it's not fried chicken. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm so glad Belina is there. I'm sad that Toto's not there, but I'm glad. Or no, Belinda. Is it Belina or Belinda? Belina. Belina. I I guess they autocorrected to Belinda. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. So then they arrive at her old house. 
Mm-hmm. There's no sign of the munchkins, and the yellow brick road is all tore up. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy runs down this extremely hazardous road like a bat out of hell. <laughs> and I'm like, you are going to skin your knees, child. <laughs> <laughs> this is also why I laughed at Belinda, because she picks up the brick, and Belinda's like, ah, it's just a yellow brick. <laughs> it's just a yellow brick. It's <laughs> 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 funny to me. Uh, she runs all the way to the Emerald City in like no time flat. In the original, it took her forever to get there, it felt like. <laughs> well, in the original, she had to sing a couple songs. Yeah, these friends <laughs> along the way. Exactly. <laughs> but when she gets there, it's in ruins. It's barely even green. And all the people have are stone. This was very scary to me. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of women in a circle with no heads. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, so they're just going to come back with no heads. <laughs> <laughs> they do come back with their heads, thank God. But, yes, um, but <laughs> that's not the, I know, the initial I, thought I, is like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Um, and we hear the sound of wheels squeaking. Ugh. And Squeaking. we get to the wheelers, which have got to be one of the most terrifying creations ever created. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like, where did they come from? <laughs> they are so menacing, and they have this, like, thing on, this mask on the tops mm-hmm. of their heads, so when they're looking down, it just looks so creepy. And then when they look up, they're, like, they're always either, at some point, they're, like, shrieking like birds to each other, like, mm-hmm. but otherwise, they're, like, laughing maniacally. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, a little bit animalistic in their own way. It's yeah. very scary. Yeah, it's very Mad Max roller babies. Yes. <laughs> it is kind of like Mad Max in a way. I like that comparison. Roller babies. That's amazing. Another crazy movie from the 80s. <laughs> Which I definitely remember watching. Oh, then we hear our first mention of the Gnome King. Mm-hmm. Who... I think we established really early on is there's something with chickens that he just cannot abide. <laughs> yeah, he does not Don't like chickens. Let him know there's a chicken. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god, not a chicken. And they okay, so they uh uh, uh 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 oh, I didn't even mention in my notes TikTok. Okay, so the wheelers <laughs> back her into a corner and she finds this hole in the rock, which she's like, oh, this is what the Oz key goes to. Mm-hmm. A crazy way to set up a, a, a <laughs> thanks to <laughs> thanks to Belita. That's what happens because otherwise they were gonna get her <laughs> until Belita said, oh, "What about the Oski?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she finds TikTok, my favorite character in oh, um, the movie. He is just this like little squat copper wind up guy. First, you got to wind up his thinking and then his talking and then his moving. And he does not have a, a big enough spring because he winds down so quickly. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is probably a poor planning for the defense for the Emerald City. <laughs> well, the scarecrow made him so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's infamous for not having brains. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so Dorothy winds him up. He's awesome. He's like, give me the lunch pail. I know what to do. And he rolls out of there and he spins around with a lunch pail attack for the ages and mm-hmm. takes down all the wheelers. But they they think they capture one or mm-hmm. something because they make one of them take them to Mombi. I'm like, you're going straight into the lion's den. <laughs> She's like, I do not care anymore. I've already dealt with the <laughs> Wicked Witch of the West. I, yeah, that's true. That's I, true. I can I can go straight into the heart of it. And I was only six then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they go to Princess Mombi's, and the Wheeler seems terrified at first. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she's there. She's playing like the harp, and mm-hmm. I kind of like the way it's always Gene Smart's voice, even though it's different heads. Yes, or but Gene Marsh. Like, Oh, that's what I mean. Gene Marsh. Because for it's, a second, I was like, oh, my God, was that Gene Smart? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it is kind of like a varied voice a little bit, but it's, yeah. it always turns into her voice. Oh, for sure. Very notable. And I was like, this is a perfect example of why you should not trust pretty people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. not automatically, you know? <laughs> yeah. I would say, like, 
the first head is like this like really curly kind of like big 80s hair which is almost in a way reminiscent of like glinda's look yeah. in the original so i was like oh my gosh like the first time i watched it I was like it's the good witch like whatever her equal is in this realm but no it is not <laughs> nope. <laughs> tiktok winds down of course it's not very helpful in a pinch but we i think she automatically is like oh let me go get my doing business head and then <laughs> she's like okay we're taking you to a room and we're gonna leave you there for a couple years to get bigger and then i'll take your head too <laughs> yeah i'm gonna put away <laughs> my heart playing head and i'm gonna take out my menacing head <laughs> my brown hair head because <laughs> <laughs> blonde is good and brown is brown hair is bad <laughs> but none of the heads seem to have any of their own autonomy like they're no, all doing what the original head wants right but i do like it reminds me a lot of Haunted Mansion when she's walking down the like corridor of heads and they're all just kind of following her turning. Oh my God. It's so terrifying too. I mean, another, mm -hmm. I don't know why if this movie was really like, this is scary. Like even as an adult, <laughs> I'm watching this. I'm like, I just, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I will say though, her palace was very beautiful. It was like all mirrored and like mm -hmm. almost like the crystal palace at uh, Disney world. It was really pretty. Yeah. She obviously has some sort of control of mirrors. Yes. Which I think is Ozma's power. So mm. maybe this is Ozma's castle that Mombi took over. I'm not 100% sure on she that She took one. her powers, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so she gets goes up. Dorothy comes up with this brilliant plan of <laughs> she's going to steal this life-giving powder, which is hanging mm -hmm. out in... The original head and meanwhile she's left instructions for them to build a, a flying moose mobile <laughs> <laughs> which at some point in the process tiktok's brains wind down and he starts talking nonsense which is pretty funny um dorothy in a very harrowing way steals the the powder and mm -hmm. all the heads wake up and start shrieking and it's like also, again, scary. <laughs> yes, very scary. She sees Ozma in the mirror, and she mm -hmm. looks like Glinda. So yes. it's kind of like a really interesting parallel. This was also giving me Anne of Green Gables vibes because <laughs> Anne of Green Gables has a friend when she's in the orphanage that she calls Katie Maurice, and it's her window friend, and it's mm. just... Um, like her reflection in the mirror. <laughs> the most depressing it's theme. So sad. <laughs> oh, also, I forgot. Up in this room is where mm. we find Jack, the pumpkin yes, head man. Jack Pumpkinhead. <laughs> and he who's who was his mom? He's was it <laughs> Dorothy. He says, well, he does call her mom the whole time, but somebody else, maybe Ozma made him. Oh, uh, maybe. It was very funny, though, because I felt like he kept calling her like, mom, mom. And <laughs> it's like, you know, like, you know, little nine-year-old furrows of bulk. <laughs> She's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yes, okay. I'll answer to mom. Sure. <laughs> She's so caring. <laughs> so they, at the last second get the moose alive and it flies <laughs> out the window. It's very existentially concerned about its own existence though. The whole time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it has a very Christmassy vibes, you know, like mm -hmm. flying through the air in this weird contraption. Yes, definitely. Dorothy falls asleep. And when she wakes up, the whole thing is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Dorothy can never go to sleep. <laughs> no. Nope, nope. I think Jack's head falls off. Yes. <laughs> and they all very conveniently land in the snow at the Gnome Kings. <laughs> like they go over the Deadly Desert and yes. Mommy starts searching for them and everything. But they land at the Gnome King. This is already, this is only like an hour in. So like the whole Gnome <laughs> King thing takes up the, the whole second half of the movie. Yeah. But... <laughs> So the Gnome King is like this big rock man. Yeah, like a rock and like a 
almost like a entity like deity almost in a way kind of yeah, yeah. he's like sentient but rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know why he's so mean but Bel- uh, belina smartly is hiding in jack's head because i guess they've caught wind that the, the <laughs> not like a chicken so we are now you know they, they talk blah 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 he's like He's treating them kind of nice, but he's like, I've got a game for you. And we get to (laughs) the other scariest thing in this movie, which is the terrifying ornament game in which you have to Mm. guess which ornament is. Oh, I guess they met up with the scarecrow for like two seconds or something. Yes. Oh, uh, she found a piece of emerald and she said like Oz really loud touching it. And then. Oh, no, I mean, before before the game even started, she. They oh. like see the scarecrow for like a second uh, and then he kind of right. takes him away and she's like, Where did the scarecrow go? Right. I don't know, it happens really quick. But the scarecrow gets turned into an ornament and they're like, You could go in there and find him. You just gotta figure out which ornament is him and mm-hmm. say the word Oz and he'll turn back. But if you don't do it in three guesses, you'll turn into an ornament too. <laughs> no, <laughs> So uh, before they do that, they have like a nice little meal of rocks <laughs> where she's eating oh, yeah. limestone pie. And I'm like, please don't eat rocks. Yeah, like lime- a cup of molten silver. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like, uh, oh, no, it was a, uh, yeah, mol- uh, lime, lime rock pie <laughs> and hot, uh, hot sulfur. <laughs> I think it sil- was silver, hot silver or something. <laughs> I was like, these poison, po- yeah. <laughs> trying to poison these children. <laughs> We find out what it is after Dorothy is like, mm, this pie is good. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, well. Oh, um, I wrote down a couple of quotes, but I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> because I think Dorothy, somebody says, TikTok's not even alive. And TikTok goes, I've always valued my lifelessness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Um, we see Mombi, she's gotten word of what's happening and she has a wheeler driven chariot, which is <laughs> also so very scary. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no wonder they're scared of her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, okay. So the Gnome King, this is where he kind of reminds me of a Christmas movie. Oh, and this is where we see that he has the ruby slippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where he sticks his little rock feet out <laughs> yes and it's like very much like his toe is pointed all the way down and he's like <laughs> waving them around almost like in like the cartoons where it would be like a woman with like fishnet stockings trying to get like a hitchhike <laughs> it's yeah. very much like oh he's showing these off <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they all go in they all fail except for tiktok just stops moving and Mm -hmm. one of the rocks comes and whispers so then dorothy goes in and after she goes in is when mom gets there (laughs) (laughs) i wrote down of all the dark and scary movies of my youth this has got to be the darkest and scariest (laughs) (laughs) it is very scary okay so i i I got, I'm getting increasingly less clear uh, in my notes as to what's <laughs> happening, but I'll just try to say it. It all kind brain. of bleeds together. Yeah. So basically, at one point, oh, when, when mommy gets there, he makes her grovel mm. like as far on the ground as she could get. And I was like, <laughs> somehow this is not as satisfying <laughs> as I would think making mommy grovel would be. No. Well, because it's like you know very uh, felt very misogynistic <laughs> i don't think the gnome king is very nice to women <laughs> yeah he's very not nice dorothy has one last guess and she basically just shuts her eyes spins in a circle and is like wherever my fingers land you know mm-hmm. the fickle finger of fate brought me here it will save me exactly. and she almost picks the wrong <laughs> one but then she notices there's a big green emerald looking <laughs> jewel mm-hmm. and she does that one and that is what makes oh i oh god no also tiktok was just joking the whole i mean not joking he was lying about having run down he was mm. pulling a fast one it's, really <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like okay maybe we need to wind up the thought machine <laughs> part yeah. <laughs> but we figure out that it is green ornaments um i'm not i can't remember what order but she does get the scarecrow back, mm. and the scarecrow is 
nothing like the scarecrow from the original movie. He nope. has a face that does not move. His no. lips don't open. <laughs> his eyes don't blink. They're just painted on. <laughs> I would say that is due to budgetary things. It was mentioned in the notes. Scary. They were like, <laughs> they, were, they wanted it to be like a full thing like it used to be, but they're like, well, we can't afford it. So this is what you get. <laughs> I wouldn't think putting makeup on a person would be that. Apparently. Whatever. <laughs> it just it just added. I mean, it, it fitted perfectly with the rest of the creepiness of the movie. It did. It did. <laughs> okay, so uh, once they start saving everyone, everything starts falling down. I don't know if it's because they saved everyone or because the Gnome King is like, no, you're not allowed to win my game. Yep. <laughs> and he goes to eat the Jack gump. The, well, maybe Jack... Oh, the, yes. He eats the gum. I think he goes to eat the gump first. And that's yeah. like to make them scared because they're like, oh my God, he ate someone. Who's going to eat next? <laughs> yeah. But I think he just eats like one of the sofas or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. The they pull that. They rescue um, Gump by pulling off the moose head <laughs> so that no. he's still alive. Giving us all the existential question of when is a moose, moose couch alive? What part <laughs> of the moose couch? was alive was the sofa right. not alive <laughs> <laughs> it was where did the life powder get sprinkled on the moose i guess <laughs> also this movie is so loud in certain parts this part mm-hmm. was so loud i was like oh my god i have to turn it down it's it like goes to pick up yeah <laughs> he goes to pick up jack and belina who we've been waiting to lay an egg since the very beginning of this mm-hmm. movie finally lays one right down the gnome king's throat <laughs> and we all learn the importance of deadly egg allergies <laughs> <laughs> i love how like she lays the egg and it does like the you know like the old coin things at the mall where you could like stick your coin in and it would circle like a drain almost <laughs> Yeah. It was like that with she like laid the egg and it was like circle, circle, <laughs> boop. <laughs> and he's like, what? Was that an egg? <laughs> yeah. In the first movie, it was water that killed the Wicked Witch. <laughs> and in this one, it's an egg. <laughs> it's an you just egg never allergy. know what's the bad guy's fatal downfall. Mm-hmm. No wonder he kept asking about the chicken. <laughs> We we wonder where's TikTok? He's the only one we never found, and the ornament room is ruined. But we see that there's a little green medal of honor on the moose's, I think, on Gump's antler, mm-hmm. and it's TikTok. Yay! <laughs> Dorothy gets her slippers back and makes the biggest wish that anyone has ever made and <laughs> wishes that everyone from Oz is back, that they're back there, that everyone is alive and well, and it works. Yep. Dorothy saves the day with Belina's help. <laughs> when they get back, TikTok is all shined up. He looks so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mombi is being paraded through the streets in a cage. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what is this, Game of Thrones? (laughs) The shame march. (laughs) And we barely get a single moment of celebration before Dorothy's like, well, I got to go back to my drab, horrible existence where I'm being electrocuted. (laughs) No one believes a word I say. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Where everyone thinks I'm crazy. (laughs) Ozma appears in the mirror. Mm -hmm. She finally comes back. And she says, as a punishment for, because they're like, we're not really going to punish her. And she goes, a witch with no powers is a miserable creature indeed. And Mommy goes, that's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) She's already accepted her fate. (laughs) Uh, Ozma sounds very much like the childlike empress from the Neverending Story. She has a very, She she has that kind of a voice. Yeah, and when they this were writing... the last piece of Fantasia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very much like the 80s, like very soft-spoken, blah, 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 yep. whisper. Um, <laughs> and when they were flying on Gump, I got, is it Falco? Oh, yeah, yeah. Falcor, Falcor vibes. <laughs> God, every movie that I loved as a child was dark. So <laughs> <laughs> Ozma looks so sad to be sending her home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it's that bad, just don't send her. <laughs> right. I'm sure she'd be willing to stay and not get, 
you know, electrotherapy. But she gets sent back. I think she's also still doesn't have her um, slippers when she gets there. <laughs> Toto, the best dog in the world. Of course. Besides my dog and your dog. <laughs> finds her. <laughs> And we find out that the clinic burned down. So I guess it must have gotten struck really badly by lightning because we didn't see any flames before. No. And it was pouring. So yeah. Well, what's, what was so funny was also like the people who like fished her out of the lake or found her or whatever. Like none of them were police people. Like they were all, they all just looked like random citizens. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, there you are. Yeah. All led by Uncle Henry. Yes who I didn't mention at the beginning, had a broken leg and, and was like, that leg's not broken, babe. <laughs> yeah, it's been healed for months. It's his brain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the doctor also was burned alive in the uh, <laughs> clinic. So I guess Aunt Em is off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Mom B gets to, or I guess for some reason, Hurst Wilson. Yeah, the nurse is also in a prison <laughs> she's being carted away i'm like what did she do how <laughs> did she do something illegal like did she them? i mean maybe she there's... was technically responsible for the for dorothy and because she lost her she got in trouble i don't know that seems unlikely that someone in the turn of the century is gonna get arrested for a kid running away <laughs> <laughs> yeah that wasn't super clear as to why she's being put away but maybe they were like <laughs> You're doing what to kids? We didn't know that. <laughs> Again, they definitely did not care at the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, in real life, they were like, eh, you know. Test more kids. children. Yeah. <laughs> children should not be seen or heard, and they have no rights. <laughs> uh, they we're back at the farm. Their new house is finally built. Dorothy's in her little room. Very again, mm-hmm. Anne of Green Gables vibes. Yes. She sees Ozma in the mirror. With and I guess what Dorothy has learned along the way is to <laughs> lie to grownups because she's like, I'm not mentioning Oz again. Yeah. But just so you know, it's still there. <laughs> yeah. And Ozma and- tells her, like, shut up. <laughs> like, shh, do not say anything. <laughs> oh, and as the credits roll, we pull away as Dorothy is playing in what looks to be the bleakest place on earth because <laughs> yeah. it is a single house with all these rundown houses in a big dirt pit with some grass behind not a single thing on the horizon just flat bleakness everywhere yeah. <laughs> i was yeah. like okay this is a fitting <laughs> end to this crazy ass movie <laughs> yeah well according to i think the movie said something like basically the tornado was six months prior to right. the events of this so I'm, I'm guessing maybe it's like all the crops were destroyed and the houses most well, of them Kansas were kind of is notoriously flat and empty but... yeah so i guess that's why there's like no crops or anything because everything got destroyed there's literally no rainbows in this movie nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like is she in like the dust bowl because <laughs> it looks so desolate and horrible it goes from bleak kansas to post-apocalyptic oz <laughs> yes <laughs> so that's it do we have so good. favorite parts uh gosh i mean i always love the lunch pail tree part because it's kind of like our first foray into like the magical realism mm-hmm. in oz and that's kind of where we first start to see belita's like quippy quips at least it's not yeah. fried chicken and <laughs> just just so i feel like it's such a little kid cuteness like it feels like a little kid idea like a lunch pail tree where lunch pails right. grow on um <laughs> but it's just i feel like it's so like ingenious and so cute <laughs> yeah i love the lunch pail tree as a child i would say i mean besides tiktok being my favorite character i mm-hmm. think that probably gump and the whole flying yes across the sky was probably my favorite that's a fun part part otherwise i I'll say also as my wrapping up final thought on the movie (laughs) is that even though I do really like this movie and have like a sense of nostalgia towards it, watching it this time made me realize that it is kind of 
nonstop existentially terrifying and I probably <laughs> don't need to watch it many more times in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dark and I uh, yeah. It deals with some real stuff. <laughs> I think I would play it movie. in the background of a Halloween party. <laughs> oh, that's actually a great idea. Yeah, I would probably, I probably wouldn't show it to kids under 10. Yeah, I was just going to say, of all of the like scary movies of my youth, I would show most of them to children just because, you know, I want them to like the same things I like. <laughs> but yeah. I think this one I might hold off on, even though I definitely watched it quite young i don't when did you say it came out 85 85 i was still yeah pretty young like seven so mm-hmm. probably the same age as dorothy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's it's just one of those like ones where you kind of have to gauge on what the kid how they respond to scary stuff because i remember my little sister when she was like really young she loved Coraline and corpse bride and she uh-huh. was like you know five <laughs> so yeah she just watched those all the time and those to me i mean corpse bride less so because it's kind of like but you know but Coraline to me is like so scary <laughs> and i was like you're crazy <laughs> well and i wouldn't say this one is like scary and horror movie kind of halloweeny way it's not mm. like there's ever any jump scares it's just so it's bleak a little bit. It's like nonstop dire and mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, there's no, like, like I said, there's no rainbow. <laughs> there's no, right. Ooh, magical land. It's like, we've been here and it is not good anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything here is scary now. <laughs> yeah. I would say like the themes of it are very, they seem more adult. So it might be better to show to like kids that are a little bit older. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my sister's going to be mad at me because I think she was the one who wanted me to do this one in the first place. So I feel like I should give it a more glowing review. And I do. It's I love good. everyone in it. I love Bruce Buck. I think she's so great. Oh, she's little so good. Dorothy. I love all the characters. And I mean, I really do like this movie. I just, um, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> Even <laughs> as an adult, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like there's no feeling of hopefulness really at the end there's only like a little bit of like the house being built but it's like i don't know maybe we're looking into much of it as like an adult where we're like but the crops they're not gonna be able to eat they're gonna die (laughs) i wasn't even thinking that but i do know because this book i mean because this movie is in my mind more of the book adaptation Mm -hmm there are more adventures. So at least I know yeah. in my heart that Dorothy will be going back to Oz. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least have the potential <laughs> to be interesting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would say it's definitely worth the watch. But don't oh, go into sure. it expecting the whole Wizard of Oz Technicolor for vibe. Sure. It's definitely a little bit darker. It definitely feels like a good David Lynch, Jane Austen mm-hmm. mashup kind of a movie. Like Definitely. With a little bit of Anne of Green Gables thrown in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like the book Anne of Green Gables versus that new adaptation of Anne of Green Gables, in which <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw it, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's like kind of like exactly like the book. But if you realize that the book was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did tell me that one of her best friends is her own reflection. So. <laughs> well, that's de- when she's still in the orphanage. But like, <laughs> the thing is, Anne truly has a very depressing life, but she's got a very optimistic attitude. Yes. So that's what makes it fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, maybe someday we'll do some of the Anne of Green Gables. Sure. I don't, I don't, I'm not very familiar with it. So I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to watch the Megan Follows one if we do. <laughs> of course. I would love that. And I haven't watched it in forever, but maybe we could also do Secret Garden. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That does have very, like, kind of bleak vibes as well. (laughs) (laughs) I always, like, attribute it to either, like, English countryside or, (laughs) like, American countryside, where it's, like, (laughs) during that time period, everything was just so, like, everyone's depressed and everyone wears a lot of dark (laughs) colors and (laughs) there's not a lot of brightness. Yeah. Well... That's a great start to the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. But next week's it. will be decidedly more fun. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> 
But now I have a new resolution of not saying what comes next week, just yeah. in case. <laughs> just but in I'm case. pretty sure we're, we'll, we know what we're doing. But anyway, yeah. I will say it. It'll be a surprise. Yes. <laughs> Keep some excitement. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's it for today. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs> Good night. Bye. <laughs> sound like a mad person. <laughs> no.